0: Welcome to Basecamp for Men. I'm your host Tony Rizak. This is the show that gives you insights and resources on how to live a more courageous life. We'll be looking at men, the current state of masculinity, and how to create a more inspiring narrative for all men. Welcome and let's get started. We are in a most interesting, surreal moment in history, aren't we? Never before have so many of us seen the obvious lies and deceit of the mainstream media. And people are turning away in droves, looking for truth and how to make sense of all this through new avenues and channels such as Telegram and Project Veritas. I respect wherever you are, my listeners. I really do. I remember how difficult my own awakening has been at times, especially in the beginning. You feel a bit like Neo from The Matrix, throwing up as one Morpheus or another lays down another truth bomb meant to help you see. We all wanted a cushy, fun adventure in life, and it turns out we made a choice to incarnate here during the apex of a system-wide takedown and meltdown. I wonder how long before the public realizes that we are at war with the CCP and that this war involves our 2020 election and the weaponized gain-of-function COVID-19 virus. It can't be long now. A few more weeks. A few more months. It's coming. You can see it barreling down the tracks. The conventional military standoff in Taiwan seems to be just the tip of the iceberg, a natural extension of the hidden cyber and information war that has been raging for years. The fact that it is bubbling up into conventional warfare tells us that it is coming to a head, literally, and will be hard to ignore. The mainstream media continues to use a mushroom farmer's technique on we the people, keep us in the dark and feed us shit, but people are waking up. I can sense it. Are you gently red-pilling your friends and family, at least the ones with an open enough mind to look at alternative data sets and a different meta view as to what is unfolding? We will be tracking this closely now. What is happening in the world and what is happening in consciousness are a mirror image, As we dissolve illusory boundaries between us, so the world will show its foundational unity to us. The lies that the mainstream media so obviously pushes at us don't match the frequency or vibration of who we are becoming. We have the higher ground, frequency-wise, intention-wise. We will all be arriving at a place that is new and strangely familiar. Before we get to our interview, I would like to read you a quote by the great Mark Twain, who says, quote, In the beginning of a change, the patriot is a scarce man, and Brave and hated and scorned. When his cause succeeds, the timid join him. For then it costs them nothing to be a patriot. Keep up the good work, my friend. I honor your courage and open-mindedness. Let's go talk to another courageous man, Richard Potzner. My guest today is citizen journalist and patriot with one of the most watched channels on Telegram. Richard Potsner, a.k.a. Richard Citizen Journalist, as he is known on Telegram, has crisscrossed the United States with videos that often show the incongruencies and deception of the mainstream media. Here is my interview with Richard Potzner. All right, I am here with Richard Potzner, citizen journalist, patriot. Richard Potzner, Richard, welcome to Basecamp for Men. It is great to have you on the show. Hey, man, good, good to be here. Absolutely. You know, I first came in to touch with your work on Telegram on your channel, Richard, citizen journalist, um, and you film all these amazing videos around the country. It's super awesome to see what you're seeing with your camera uh as that you know sits aside what the mainstream media is saying about what's happening it's super fascinating but before we get on the video stuff i just wanted to ask you like what what's your background tell us a little bit about yourself how did you get started uh doing videos and doing videos on behalf of we the people
1: well yeah you know i don't know i've always i've always liked photography um, it was my favorite class in high school so i always had a little bit of a knack for it i think and then um you know, I uh, I went to the army just out of high school and got my degree and was been in sales the last twenty years or so. And uh, March 16 to 2020, I was the number one salesman for my company. Um, and March 16, 2020, my boss called me and said, "Richard, you know, we got to let you go because our governor has made sales illegal because of COVID." Mm-hmm. And then shortly after that, you know, I was sitting in a hospital and uh, I never had any social media at all. I always thought it was for the herbs. Um, just wasn't something that interested me. And, uh, so I, um, you know, uh, I guess I was sitting in a hospital. I called my dad. I said, dad, you know, I'm a Cross hospital here in Washington, D.C. And it's empty. And he said, no way. I sent him the video. He said, Richard, you got to get this out to people. Uh So at that point I started a Twitter account. I put that video up. This is like last April or May, I think, and 2020 and, uh, you know, within moments and I, I had no, I had no bearing or I had no understanding of like, you know, uh, view counts or followers or anything. I mean, I've heard about it on the, in the news, Twitter and things like that. anyway. So I got a lot of views quickly, gained a lot of followers quickly. Yeah. Um, and from that point I just kind of, uh, you know, started filming hostels and showing what they actually looked like compared to what, you know, what were shown, uh, or, you know, via radio or TV. And it was just, and today it's still polar opposite. Um, and so I've been doing that and then it just so happened that, you know, the election was coming up, and I wasn't really politically involved at all, but then I started going to Trump rallies, and coincidentally, I was, I lived, you know, I was from D.C., so I kind of was able to kind of show um, what was happening on the ground in D.C. Uh, at Trump rallies leading up to the election, and then, of course, we saw what happened, and then I saw so I kind of, up. but the way it all started for me was the hospitals. That's mainly what I'm back to doing now. Yeah. Um, and I just took, took it from local, you know, I went to every hospital, there's probably 20 or 30 hospitals in the DC region. I went to every single one of those and then, you know, and then the lockdowns hit, um, and I just started driving my car and, uh, you know, everything was locked down and closing up and I was just going to hospital after hospital showing what it actually looked like. Cause to me, the hospitals are the smoking gun of this whole thing. I mean, totally. everything that's been brought into place was because of this COVID-19 and, because, you know, hospital's overran, and it's never been the actual case that I've been. And, and, you know, I don't even really give an opinion. I'm just like, hey, no, guys, I know, know. Like, here's what this hospital looks like, you know? So that's a little bit of in a nutshell. And then, and then I was, of course, I was banned from Twitter. Uh, and so now I think I have the most watched channel on Telegram. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been, a, been an interesting ride, you know?
0: Well, and, it, and that's the beauty of the videos that you do in the hospitals is that you're not really – you're not telling the listeners or, or the viewers what – what it is, you're just showing it. You're saying, hey, look, they just did a news story. It said this hospital here in the DC area is overrun with co- new COVID cases. And then here comes you with your video camera. And it's like, the it's empty. The entrance is empty. You're like looking in the ER. It's like nobody's in there. It's like, it's really, really beneficial for people to see the truth of the situation rather than just going with the media. Um, one of the brilliant ones you did that first where I went, Whoa, that was sweet was the one you did where when Biden, uh, was first put in the white house and he was going to give a live, uh, a live address from the Rose garden. And you were on a, in a hotel with the, with the, the news on, on CNN, And it said live from the Rose Garden and you had it. Your camera could see the Rose Garden from your balcony. And it was so funny. It was like Biden live from the Rose Garden, you know, on the mainstream media. And then here comes your camera and you're like, there's the Rose Garden right there. Look, it's dark. Uh, If he was actually giving the talk, there would be secret service. And the funniest part was when that gardener walked by the window of the Rose Garden. It's like, yeah, you're not going to have a gardener strolling by the window. And again, it just showed the deception of the mainstream media. I think if anybody saw that, they would immediately go, what in the hell is going on exactly? I mean, I think liberals uh, are getting an uneasy sense that things aren't the way they think they are um, and that their news feeds are perhaps not telling them the truth. But that video in particular was really, really impactful. I mean, how did you how did you go about setting that one up? How did you you know, what did you notice? How did you how did you execute that?
1: Well, yeah, so, you know, just doing what I've been doing, uh, I have a lot of um, people in my ear, you know, so I don't, yeah. don't want to, you know, I don't want to, you know, be like, oh, you know, a lot of these people out there in this movement today are like, oh, I got inside information. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That, sure. Blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I do talk to a lot of people and and most of my information comes from patriots and citizens that are just telling me what's happening, um, you know, in their neck of the woods. And, you know, so I got I got some information saying, you know, Joe Biden was mm. supposedly giving some a speech, uh, you know, from the Rose Guard and then those same people are telling me that city's not, it's not actually going to happen. And I got the information, you know, a, a day or a day or two ahead. And as we know, like even now, like, you know, it's hard to track, Yeah. you know, uh, all, but anyway, so I ended up getting the hotel room and, um, and yeah, and there's lots of things that can be, lot, lot, look, I mean, you got a guy that was on the roof of a hotel across from where the most powerful man allegedly is in the world is, yeah. Yeah. is and no one even, no one even raised an eyebrow at me or, you know, or, or came looking for me or anything like that. So that just leads you to understand you know like you said as a gardener there's a lot of whether you believe you know things uh whether you think that you know i somehow manufactured that or or whatever there's enough other uh, red flags to say well this is interesting you know you got you got the most powerful person in the world talking and outside the rose garden. and security is extremely low so yeah. the, and then there's, there's a lot of and there's other things that people put together on that but yeah you know like i just uh I got some information that that's where he was supposedly going to be. And then, look, we saw it just, uh, what, a day ago? Yep. I mean, I don't know. See, I don't know. I don't watch any mainstream. The only time I watch mainstream media is when I'm trying to connect dots. So, like, for instance, a, a day ago, someone showed me a story of uh, in Spartansburg, South Carolina, where they're talking again about, I think they're talking about, like, uh, refrigerated trucks for bodies and, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, hazmat tents being put up and all, the, all that narrative. So that that's where I'll hear information in the mainstream, and then I go look for look at it for myself, and it's totally different. Yep. So so just so just yesterday or whatever it was when Joe Biden got the you know the third shot or whatever it is. Yep. You know, uh, us out there paying attention, we saw that's on the movie set. You know, it's like it's on some. You know, the whole thing was the whole background. They made it look like it was the White House, but it's not. And then and so I've seen angles of that where you can see the press in the background in the dark, kind of taking pictures and stuff. But I don't know whether you know if you turn on. Lester Holt or any main media channel, whether they're showing that. I think right. they show it as he'd been. I think they still, so I think the average normie out there, the average person still plugged into mainstream media, they probably think it happened at the White House and yeah. that's where it took place. So I don't know. But the point is, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors and all the way from back, you know, I mean, look, man, they surrounded the, uh, you couldn't even get access to Washington, D.C. They, they put fences from the Anacostia River to the Potomac River yep. prior leading up to the inauguration where a citizen couldn't even get eyes on the Capitol. So there's a lot of, uh, and so, what really happened, you know, is, is a question that we all ask. And so, I've just been trying to, you know, put my camera in places where you can see through my eyes and through just look, man. I mean, if, if things were different, I would show it. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't, you know, like when I go to these hospitals, I, I still, I mean, I've seen so many of them. I still have expect to see them being full, but I'm yet to come across that in a year and a half. But I think that day is probably coming up with all these uh, side effects and different things coming in the fall now, side yeah. storms. And I've been looking at these D dimer tests, which uh, indicates blood clotting and There's so many, you know, but but my point is, you know, I just try to show you what I actually see. And I think anybody, even if, you know, you're still – Uh, you know, a Democrat and still think Joe Biden's a great president, all these things, it's almost impossible to avoid some of these realities now. You
0: know, Absolutely. Well, and also to to your point on the vaccine reveal, you know, uh, Project Veritas, it seems like they're they're having a new whistleblower from inside of the vaccine companies coming out every few days. So I just think they're peppering uh, they're peppering the normies with a lot of truth bombs that they're having to have to go and look at themselves. Uh, and so I think all that's good. Yeah. Some of those videos you did about where the white house was just black, like there was just no lights on. I'm like, it it was surreal. Even though I'm, you know, I've read a lot of red pill stuff. It was still, I I couldn't stop looking at your, some of those videos of the the fencing and the military and then the the white house with no lights on for days and weeks on end. I'm like, this is unbelievably surreal. Like what in the hell is going on? Right. And, And even though I had my my finger on some of the Q stuff and all that it was still, I was like, you know, what, what is happening? What, what's going on yeah. right now? Um, yeah, I-
1: it's interesting, like Project Veritas, you know, like I'm in touch with all those guys over there. It's interesting the the connections that I've made this whole process for me mm-hmm. because truly, you know, I'm just a citizen trying to discover these things on my own. And when you do it, you know, as I am, and, and I always tell people too, you know, like I, yeah, Project Veritas to their credit and others, you know, but I'm one of the few people actually in this country in the world for that matter, that is crisscrossing the United States yeah. that sees what's going on from, from, a, from low shelves to weird things happening at Chuck's yeah. house, which I'm going to do more on to abandoned main street, which I'm going to do more on soon. And and like the last two days, like people are like, cause people always say, well, where's Richard? Where's Richard? Well, you have to remember, you know, I get a lot of information and sometimes it takes me some time just to put together the next thing I'm about to post. And, um, and so, you know, and, and there's just so much happening. Yeah. People are like, well, people are like, oh, well, you know, when's it going to happen? Well, I'm, see, you know, I'm, I'm not behind the green screen, you know, I'm not, and, and I'm not discrediting those that are, mm-hmm. but I'm out here doing it, seeing it and posting it. And I'm telling you, anyone listening to this, things are happening all yes. over the place. And Absolutely. everywhere I look, I see things happening that are different from what
0: they were before absolutely absolutely yeah i can't believe the miles you put on sometimes because you'll all of a sudden you'll be posting from some rally or you'll be in another state you know and i'm like god he is just getting around
1: i drive this uh this car you know it's got you know um i guess i put about fifty thousand miles on it in the last year or so and uh but it gets like 45 miles a gallon you know and I'm a driver, man. Like I just, I don't know. I've always been, a, I've always been a traveling salesperson. So I'll go to a rally and, yeah. you know, I'll pull off at a truck stop, get a couple hours of sleep. And Believe it or not, you know, you can get. It, it, I know it seems um, that you know I, I'm all over the place, and I am. Uh, but you know, you can get a lot of places far in your car pretty quickly. And I, you know, I stopped flying when they did. I, I just don't look. I'm not wearing a mask anymore. Yeah, I mean, you know, me, neither. me neither.
0: Me <laughs> and and, yep. neither. And
1: I never really did, but I would, so, you know, check into a hotel or. Grab a bite to eat, and I'm like, okay, let me get past the hostess here just so I can get some food. But I'm not playing that game at all anymore. So I stopped flying, and you know, you wouldn't believe it when you get in your car, you know, and you you just drive. You know, by the time you get on a plane, off a plane, in the Uber, out of the Uber, to a hotel, all this stuff, I don't do any of that now. So like, I, you know, you can really get places pretty quickly just by driving it. You know,
0: absolutely, yeah, I'm with you on the mask thing. The only time I ever do is on an airplane. Other than that, I don't wear a mask, even though I'm in a really blue area. So, and I don't like to fly because I don't like to be in that thing. So, um, but let's let's shift. So um, what do you think of, we talked about this a little before, like uh, you said you didn't, you didn't really follow the Q drops, which a lot of people didn't. I mean, I stuck my nose in there just because I was curious, like, what the heck is this about? What is the information being shared? But then something emerged. In the last, say, six months or so is Patel Patriot's devolution. And that is must I think that's must read for every American right now, left, center or right, because it is sketching out a clear picture of a contingency government that was put in place by patriots, white hats, um, Trump's inner circle as they put in uh, executive orders to make sure that the election was sound, which it was, and we'll talk about that in a second, Um, and putting in executive orders that says, you know, if any foreign interference in the election, that is an act of war, and it gives us these options. And Patel Patriot is brilliantly laid out. You know, I, I think those nine or 10 essays that he has, and then he's got a couple addendums, everybody should read those because I think it will help Uh, it will help, uh, anybody in our country, any citizen sort of get oriented because there's a lot of people. If you're listening to only mainstream media, you're not going to be oriented for what's coming. And I think devolution helps get you a clear picture. The problem I think with Q, well, it became very controversial and it got attacked uh, by the media, but it was so cryptic. Uh, you know, it was these like little drops and then people and then citizen journalists would take it, investigate whatever was being, uh, dropped in the queued community. And so it, it became easy to sort of mock it and say, well, that can't be true. But devolution and Patel Patriot really sketches it out in a clear fashion. There's nothing cryptic. He's grabbing executive orders. He's grabbing personnel changes. He's grabbing what's happening. Uh, and presenting it in a really clear fashion. But I guess I just wanted to ask you, do, do, have you followed this a bit? Are we, in fact, in a contingency government right now? Is that is that a possibility? And this is all just being played out so we can get down to the corruption and the, and the election and all that stuff. Because you're saying a lot of stuff's happening in the devolution community. They're saying, yes, there's a lot of stuff happening, all pointing to that we're in a contingency government right now and at war with the CCP and the deep state
1: yeah so okay so a couple things i mean that's, that's a lot to cover mm-hmm. um so good friends of mine heidi who is uh watch the water uh yep. on telegram uh my friend the real kim shady on telegram and then dave uh over on uh, x22 oh i love uh, Dave. yeah and, yeah yeah and then and batel patriot yep. you know uh you know it's once you can remove the veil of the mainstream media and broadcasting and then you know and you can to get into these words that you know people are just out of like broadcasting television yeah you know um you know uh and, and believe me you know god is real he's working now they, they they still are operating in a certain place but at the same very same time you're seeing the rising of citizen ran government which is our sheriffs and if you and, and you know and there's mm-hmm. there's such a huge contingent of the police force and the fire firefighters and even our teachers you know it's not being you're not hearing about it, but there are people that are taking a stand, and it's changing as we speak. And so, with the um, devolution and then Q, you know, on Q, I'll tell you. So, I tell this story often, but uh, to your audience that may not know it, I mean, I was on my college campus uh, September 12th. I was at University of Maryland, uh, 2001, and you know, people and in my my uh, where I went to school, University of Maryland, there was, there was a huge part of the student population there that was from New York and New Jersey, and you know, it's tragic uh, what happened with the building. But I just was telling people the next day on college campus, and I've always been a physics guy, math guy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, my, my degree, my background is in finance. And, uh, you know, I just said, listen, you know, kerosene or whatever you want to call it, diesel or jet fuel, whatever you want to call it, it cannot melt, you know, hardened titanium jet engines, let alone uh, steel rafters and buildings. Uh, so yep. so for me, um, you know, I've gone through 20 years of believing the first page of the Bible, which says, you know, or you know, even Walter, uh, what's his name, Walter von Braun, the founder of NASA. I mean, if you read his tombstone, there's a psalm on it. And it says, "By the firmament, you shall see my handiwork," mm-hmm. which is God talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, once you uh, start going down whatever quote-unquote conspiracy theory, you go down. For those that you know hadn't been tuned into any of this stuff until within the last couple of years when Q started, mm-hmm. um, it was really eye-opening to a lot of people. So I'm not a particular follower of Q. I've read. I give credit to those like I'm talking like people like I'm telling you, you know, Dave and and Kim and, and Heidi that are connecting dots for people that just uh, haven't even known of these things being real for a long time. Right. I think you and, and, and President Trump as well has really opened the eyes of a lot of people. Take it from any standpoint, from just saying, looking back at the rallies, the cameras is calling the news fake because that's what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you, you can connect that dot just between what I do. I mean, hey, hey. Here's the news showing, telling you what's happening hostels. Here's me at this set hostel showing you what reality actually is. And so, you know, I think all these things are coming together, but you know, you have to remember it's a long process. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, you know, the guy named, um, I think his name's Tim McDonald, this rapper guy, uh, has these, he just came out of the video, and I'm not a big rap guy, you know what I mean, whatever, but he shows this guy sitting in a seat and he shows like a laser beam coming from the TV into this guy's body, just, and this guy just being programmed. And you got to remember, Um, you know, it takes a long time for people to really be able to put down almost everything they've learned and realize most of it's not true. And so that's a whole, uh, uh, part of this. And so as far as, uh, whatever you want to call it, a shadow government or, um, you know, war was declared when, uh, when these executive orders were, and, and, you know, but we, you know, we're so conditioned to think war is, um, is, uh, is blood and guts and it's not, it's not, you know, a, a spiritual war um, yep. Yep. you know, uh, 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 you know, communication war, information war, you know, that's mm-hmm. what we're in now. And it's Absolutely. good because I don't want to see the blood and guts. I don't want to see, you know, us, you know, you look at all these wars and we're quickly learning who's behind those wars. Who's been behind them for a long time. Yep. It's a money-making thing, you know? Yep. And, uh, and the people, so, so, but yes, I mean, look through the election, we all saw what happened, you know, whether you're a Trump supporter or not, I mean, you've got to believe that your vote should count and there's just so many, there's count. So, so yeah, I, I, I think it's happening. I do think that we have kind of a, I think the government is set up in a way now to where, um, you know, we're not, you know, we're, you know, this famine people are talking about and all these, uh, you know, uh, panickers or, you know, these people that, um, you know, uh, uh, are stocking up on food and water. I don't yeah. think it's a bad idea, but I also, I also think the government's in place. We're not going to go without food or water but it's not going to be you're not going to be able to go get maybe your you know the brand of hot pockets you want for quite some time you know yeah yeah what happen, but, but i think look our roads are open you know what i mean you can travel um things in that in that in that that way are okay but yeah i yeah. mean like as i crisscross the country we don't see the you don't see the police now um you know i was looking at some court dockets uh from where i'm from and other places and like the traffic court docket is basically completely empty so the question might be well, do we need all these systems in place? Do we really need all this government that we've had for so long? Do we really need, you know, the you know the all these laws in place that you know I can I could get arrested for walking backwards in certain places because there's so many laws. So we're seeing it happen. It's just uh, not as you know in your face, you know, it's, and it's not going to be that way. It's not going to be you know uh, seven o'clock news. Hey, you know, the government has been taken down and no law. It's not going to be that way. But I think if you take a look around, it's your own environment, you know, and 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 even. Even just talking to people who, you know, the, and don't get me wrong, there is a contingent out there that's totally still brainwashed. I run into them all the time. I, mean, I had oh, a guy yeah. try to pick a fight. I had a guy, a middle-aged man, the other day, try to literally pick a fight with me just because I asked him a, a simple, kind question. Mm-hmm. You know, and he went, he went, he went off his rocker. But that, to me, that's evidence that even these people, it's really hard. You know, when you when when you when you believe these things with conviction, and all of a sudden they're not true, and that's yeah. a, that's a big that's a difficult thing for people. So I'd say. Pay attention to your surroundings. You no, know, look what's actually happening. And and you you if you if you can if you can take away the programming that you've had for so long, you'll see things are different now than they were just a few short months ago.
0: Yeah, I, I thought you did a great job. Uh, I don't know if the guy that you're talking about is the one I'm I'm about to mention, but I thought you did a great job with that guy that was there. Were, they were protesting uh, the vaccine mandates. Uh, there was a, a small group that had signs and stuff, and he was. I don't know if he was shouting at them from across the street, but you were across the street, and he was there, and you just started asking him, like, "What do you think of that?" It was really good journalism because you you weren't trying to lead him anywhere; you were just saying, "Hey, well, what about this?" and and then letting him respond. I thought that was really uh, a really good touch, and I thought it showed, you know, like a a different perspective on you know why why is he why is this one group so mad at this other group that doesn't want to be told what to do uh, with vaccines or masks or whatnot.
1: Yeah. Or, or, you know, and I, and I used to, I mean, if you look at some of my old content, I mean, I used to go in the hospital with a megaphone and scream at people. Oh, yeah. um, and, I, and I think that at this point, you know, what we have to realize is it's been this big corporation, uh, whether it's corporation of the United States or corporate uh, big pharma or Walmart, so the world, and, you know, and you have these people that really, any individual one person, I used to really point at people and be like, you know, why aren't you telling the truth? Right. You know, but, but, but now... You know, I, I try to take into consideration these people have families and they have all, they have everything going on in their lives too. And so I've really my approach now is different. I was very angry uh for a while about all this, and now I just kind of try to talk with people. But yeah, this divide, you know, and, and I and I hope these people really start coming around. And, and and some of these people that are so angry to me it's an indicator that mm-hmm. they do wanna wake up to the truth, but it's difficult for them. So I'm trying to yeah, you, be much more much more compassionate and try to be understanding. And hopefully I can just drop a one seed or another seed in their mind that will help them to Continue to open up and, and start seeing more of the truth. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't. I, I'm just doing the best I can out here every day. And I, and I encourage people. You know, I'm seeing here. You know, when I was in South Carolina recently, I'm seeing the the the, the community get involved in things, and it's really good. And when you and when you get involved, in these groups now, you're really seeing a lot of outpouring of love and kindness and understanding, and that's really a good thing because for a long time we weren't that way, and this whole divide of Democrats and Republicans, I don't see it that way anymore. I mean, Me I think it's really kind of good versus evil. And I think, and I think at the end, good wins and uh, kindness, uh, you know, a, a gentle word will always uh, be better than something harsh, you know? so I've been trying to take that approach. And I'm gonna continue to do it because I think it's important for people to speak because as I said, a lot of people are still in their homes. A lot of people aren't yeah. out engaging. And I think it's important for me to do it to show people what actually, you know, is the mindset of the average person walking down the streets. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, you and I are in total alignment with that. I think, uh, you know, a year and a half ago, I was, you know, I was probably impatient with the normies going, why can't you see this? How can you not see through the lies? You know, I've got a lot of friends on the left. You know, I was I was a liberal for a long time. So I I have lifelong friends. And but but they were just they didn't want to hear it. And so there was some judgment, and maybe a little bit of you know. I was like, "Oh, screw you!" Then I'm just going to go over here. But I really do care, and I do think, like to your point, that we're all in this together. It doesn't make it doesn't help us to divide it up. We've got to bring more people along with these red pills that you're doing. Um, the one other thing I wanted to ask you about is because I've never gotten a clear picture of these supply lines. Like we're seeing, you know, you know, there's no toilet paper at Costco, and and you've you've filmed the shelves at certain stores. Like, well, we're we're starting to thin out here. There's other people that film all of the cargo ships at port Los Angeles. You know, they had, there's hundreds of cargo ships waiting to come in and there's teamsters and truckers waiting to be picked up. What is holding it up? Is it, I'm like, is it an order from somebody? And if so, who's giving the order? Like, why is this not moving? Is it simply a corrupt, like, you know, uh, don't bring that in. What, what, what is the holdup exactly? Yeah, great question. Um, you know, I was in um,
1: what Huntington Beach a few months back. There was a there was a freedom conference there with General Flynn and uh, you know and um, Lindell and, and the mm-hmm. likes of those folks. And, uh, and I was you know I was fortunate to be there and <clears throat> kind of cover some of the things that were being covered there. And and then I drove down to um, Huntington Beach, I guess, and I could see the ships out just kind of anchored at sea. And then now the pictures and I've, I've been seeing them with my own eyes, but I believe it now there's hundreds of ships out there and like you said hundreds of thousands of containers uh and i've and i try to pay attention to it a little bit in terms of what's actually going on i think it's a i don't know exactly i mean when i drive the highways at night they're filled with 18 wheelers i mean just i've never seen so many 18 wheelers in my life yeah and i've done some i've done some travels so there's a lot but yeah i I don't know man like you know i don't know i think it's got to be an order coming down somewhere from the government something Mm -hmm. but i've also seen because i've seen these guys on tiktok and they're like hey you know i'm a this is my warehouse and there's nothing in it, you know mm-hmm. what gives, and even they're asking the question. So I don't know the answer to that yeah. question. I have to, I have to think that it's got to be coming coming down somewhere from the government because I think the deep state and the government is really struggling now. I mean they 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 they, 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 they don't even know what to do, yep. you know. And so I think they're in their in their castles on them, you know, they, in their in their lives. Look, they're not going to miss a meal, right? So I mm-hmm. think I think through some levers they still have that they can pull. They're you know somehow making this difficult, whether it be customs enforcement or i'm not exactly sure man that, that's a good question I like if anyone knows i mean send me a message or something and let me know i, I, I really I, I don't know man but and i'm seeing it mostly because i was in charleston south carolina a few weeks back and then i actually spent some time in the baltimore port because that's close to where i live and i've been watching it and container ships have been coming and going there mm-hmm. um i was just at the i was just at the uh, bmw plant um and, uh in in uh in south carolina where they make the x3 and the x5 and those are still being produced and coming out of there so it's very odd i, I you know because because how is it that the, the germans or you know bmw here domestically can produce their cars yep. but yet you know our domestic uh you know carriers whether it be cadillac or gmc or ford or whatever all having this chip shortage problem and they're because that's also interesting you know the car dealerships don't have any new cars but then, you know, I'm seeing that BMW does and, and other foreign carriers. So I don't, it's, all very, it's all very strange. I don't know. I haven't really got – I might look into that a little further. I haven't really gotten to the bottom of it. But it's very strange. And, and look, you know, it's very, it's very messed up. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable that we have these businesses that are trying to move their, their merchandise. And I mean, you know, I was even saying something the other day. Like even Kamala Harris uh, said something about it recently. Uh, you know, she was kind of caught saying something like, you better buy your Christmas gifts now. Mm-hmm. Which to me, I don't know if you saw that, but – To me, that's an indicator that somehow the government is doing is highly involved with a shortage of stuff. I think there's plenty of merchandise out there, but it's not making the shelves for one reason or another. And when you have someone like Kamala Harris saying, hey, ha ha buy your Christmas gifts. Now to me, that leads me to believe that she knows something more about it sure. um, than we, than, than we're being told.
0: Yeah, sure. Sure. Well, Richard, thanks so much for coming on base camp for me and keep up the great work. Uh, I'll mention uh, where to find you on my outro that I'll record, but thanks so much for finding time. Keep traveling, keep filming. Uh, it's really helping. I think people are are finding the truth because of people like you. Uh, we're having to work around the mainstream media, at least right now we are. We don't we don't have a toehold there yet. But yes, and, uh, and, yeah.
1: and you're right. I mean look at
0: all the censorship. I mean, so I know you gotta go, but no no you're just look at what just look at what
1: YouTube did in the last day or so, where they said they, they've, t- they've taken down a million videos for anybody that's even questioning a vaccine. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what we're up against. So I you know. really got to work hard. You know, it's a, it's a job in itself just to find true information these days. Absolutely, you know, it's, yeah. it's really sad, but, but hopefully soon enough, I mean, you got places like telegram, which aren't censoring anything. Yep. Um, and, but, you know, I talk to the average person on the street. Hey, have you heard of Telegram? No. Where are you getting information? Oh, YouTube, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you've got to get on Telegram because yeah. you're not, you know, well, what's actually happening in the world, you're not seeing because it's censored, you know? And, yeah. and, and, and hopefully, so I mean, hopefully somebody has this class action that Trump uh, is behind. And, and, and then, because I mean, imagine if people like me and you uh, that are talking about things we're talking about. We're allowed a main platform and a channel like YouTube mm-hmm. or or face, Facebook, how different reality would be right now if we were allowed to say our piece on there. So it's happening. It's slow. It's painful at times. But we yeah. just got to hang in there. You
0: know? Absolutely. Well said. Well, Richard, thanks so much. Keep up the great work. Uh, let's check in again uh, later on in the year and find out what's going on, especially if there's a lot of these big things that are going on the way you and I are, are indicating. So thanks again and uh, have safe travels and keep up the great work okay brother yeah
1: and feel free to reach out to me man and thanks for having me on your show and you know if you want me again or whatever or something comes up just all and stay in communication just like and i tell people like shoot me messages email me that's how you got a hold of me you know i i do yep. respond and paying attention and a lot of the information i get comes from just regular people like you that are looking around and seeing something and when you see something shoot it over to me and i i'm happy to, to, to take that story and put it up on my page and get the information out best i can you know
0: beautiful thank you richard okay brother talk soon I hope you enjoyed my interview with Richard. I encourage everyone to make their way over to Telegram, where Richard, citizen journalist, has his channel. It is, for now, the hub of We the People. Telegram does not censor the citizen journalists and writers that are posting there, so you will certainly read and hear truth bombs that the mainstream media is not going to show you. I'm seeing more and more curious liberals making their way there, and that makes sense to me. It is hard to get a clear picture without this piece, I would think. The Devolution series by Patel Patriot is a must read for every American. There are 11 or 12 parts right now to Devolution, plus a couple of addendums. Devolution will help you understand what is unfolding no matter what your political orientation is. You can find Devolution on Patel Patriot's Telegram channel or on Substack at patelpatriot.substack.com. Find value in our show and wish to show us some love? We are now making that very easy to do. You simply go to www.basecampformen.com and click on Donate Support Basecamp. You'll find an easy way to make either monthly donations for as little as five dollars a month, or you can donate just once. We love the monthly donation and hope to build this up over the coming months. But any show of support is greatly appreciated. Honestly, thank you for your support and for helping to keep Basecamp as a resource on your hero's journey. That's our show for today. Men, remember that the story of your life is not yet all told. I'm Tony Rizak, and thank you for listening to Basecamp for Men.